Hey, what's going on guys? Captain Carlos here with Marea Gear. So today we're going to be talking rigging and rigging techniques, um, not just in general, but we're going to be very specific. Uh, we're going to go in depth and talk about how to target a specific species and the couple different techniques and rigging, uh, you know, w- ways to rig, should I say, um, and how to effectively rig for these fish. All right. So without further ado, we'll dive into it. Today we're going to be discussing dolphin, okay, for the, your offshore anglers. Um, you can call them Dorado, Mahi Mahi, whatever you want to call them. I call them awesome, okay? Awesome, aggressive, and delicious. <laughs> One of the best eaten fish in the ocean by far. Um, above all, I think it's probably the coolest fish for families to enjoy, honestly. Um, there isn't many fish out there that bring families together and just pure chaos and pure elation as dolphin do, okay? Um, like I said, they're super colorful. They jump, they rip drag, they're aggressive. They get everybody frenzied up just like them, okay? So when you're, it's like infectious when you get into a dolphin school. Um, it's a schooling fish, so you usually find more than one. If you do only find one or a pair, those are usually bigger fish, and the you know the pair is going to be usually a male and a female. The male is the the bull, okay, which has got more of a pronounced ninety degree bend on the head, okay, very blunt head, and then the cow um, is usually a little bit smaller. Than the male, okay, and it's more of a rounded, rounded head. Um, so there's a little fish facts for you. Now, the way that you can target these fish, and probably the most common way is trolling. Trolling pretty much just entails of having a, a few rods in your rod holders on the boat, and you're dragging lures behind the boat. That's all it is, okay? You're staggering some lines behind the boat when you're working a weed line, a rip. Um, a pallet in the water, any floating debris, whatever you find, okay? Now, when you're rigging your outfits, you're going to want to get an outfit that, you know, it's not super light, but it's not super heavy, kind of middle of the road. Something 20 to 30 pound test, all right? I like fishing monofilament when I'm trolling um, just because you got to have that stretch in the line. You get a fish that eats your bait, and it's doing 40, 50 miles an hour, and the God forbid the fish is 50 pounds, okay? If you got braided line, braided line um, with a fish like that has a tendency to dig into itself, um, and you could end up losing the fish. Um, a lot of guys, if they do use braid, they'll just put a shock leader of like 50 feet of monofilament before they tie on their leader connection with the lure. So keep that in mind. You need some shock absorption in there somewhere. Um, the outfit, you're going to want like a six to seven foot conventional rod. Um, I stay away from roller guides. I hate roller guides. Uh, I like low maintenance, no frills, double footed, heavy double footed guides for saltwater. Um, Fuji makes a killer guide, the, the silicone carbide series, series and silicone nitride series. Those are the ones I've, I've used for years. I've got a set that they're well over 20 years old and um 
and they're still holding strong. So um, just get a good quality guide on the rod. And, and the blank, obviously, has got to be pretty decent, too. You want it to be able to take a, a hit from a, you know, a 40, 50-pound dolphin. God forbid you come across one. So, um, and then the reel, uh, there you just want something with a smooth drag, um, and you want line capacity, something that holds at least 300 yards of 25 to 30 pound test. Um, that's crucial because one of these big fish, like I said, if you come across them, they can easily take a hundred yards of line in, in one run in a few seconds. So line capacity, 20 to 30 pound test. Okay. That's, that's the setup. Um, to connect your your main line to your you know six foot section of 40 50 pound leader or if you go a little bit heavier um, depending on what you're you know what lure you're using try and downsize your snap swivel so maybe get like a 2x strong or 3x strong snap swivel ball bearing if you can, if you can't, just a, a coast lock snap that's double strength will work. Something in the 75 to 100 pound class, that's typically what we use, okay? Uh, but the reason I like using the double strength, they're usually a smaller profile, so it's just less hardware. So the fish don't focus on the hardware and they focus just on your lure. That's what you want them to focus on. So if you could streamline the whole rigging, you know, process your whole rig and let them focus on the lure, you're going to get bit more. That's plain and simple. That's what I can tell you. Um, while you're trolling, another technique that works is not only trolling on the surface, like with a chugger or a little feather, okay, but getting down in the water column. I can't tell you how many times um, trolling, uh, you know, the same, another one of the outfits, but I'm, I'm running it close to the boat in the prop wash, 30 to 50 feet behind the boat with a, a lipped plug, like, uh, you know, a Rapala X wrap or fishing one of our, our mega motion minnows on a planer. I fish our, our nine inch motion minnow on a planer quite a bit. And I pick up kingfish, dolphin, um, tuna, all kinds of stuff like that. So getting a bait down 20 to 30 feet can sometimes make the difference between getting bit and not getting a bite. Okay. So keep that in mind. Um, the size planer you're going to want to use for, you know, if you're running lures like that, it's usually a, a number four, something like that. Um, and like I said, I'm only running it 30 to 50 feet behind the boat in the prop wash still, because then you're you're letting your bait pass the planer another 40, 50 feet. So it's it's probably 80 feet, you know, behind the boat in total length. Um, it's just down, you know, a good 30, 30 to maybe 30 to 40 feet, depending on how much you uh, how much line you let out. Okay, so that's trolling in a nutshell. All right. Um, the other technique is running and gunning. And that's one of my favorites just because it's, yeah, you, you burn a lot more fuel for sure. It's not as fuel efficient as trolling, but you're covering a lot more water. Okay. And you're also fishing in my eyes, more light tackle. Okay. So a spinning rod is all you're really going to need, you know, a 15 to 30 pound spinning outfit. 
uh, loaded with 20 pound 20 pound mono um, you can run braid on there too to get a little further cast but um, make sure you run a little top shot you know if you're gonna drift with it too um, the rod seven foot boat rod you know 20 pound class that's all you're gonna need uh, and you want to have a reel that holds at least 250 to 300 yards of 20 pound test minimum okay again you you come up on a weed patch you don't see anything but you throw a popper you know or a swim bait and you start ripping it back to the boat and a 30 35 pound bull comes up and out of nowhere you know racing and slams it you're going to need that line capacity because he could take 50 to 100 yards in that first run um as far as lure selection when you're throwing you know these uh these baits it could be live bait it could be lures you can kind of mix it up it just depends whatever you have available i like having i like having some chunks on the boat at least some squid or something but uh ballyhoo you know chunk ballyhoo is always awesome um, but having a bucktail jig a swim bait you know a stick bait a, a top water a couple different lures that cover various levels of the water column wouldn't be a bad idea. I usually keep the stick bait just because it's heavy and you can cast it a long distance, okay? Like you can cast the thing 100 feet easy. So that way if the, you know, those bigger fish if they're a little wary, you can get that distance and, you know, maybe entice them. So keep a couple different lures, you know, on hand. Um keep the again keep the lightest leader that you can on that rod too because you're going to get bit more if you downsize the leader now if you get cut off right away then you know you're going to have to put some wire on because maybe there's a wahoo in the area or barracuda you know something with teeth but most of the time 40 pound 50 pound you know fluorocarbon that's what i'm running mono if if i don't have the fluorocarbon works fine too you know you want that little stretch factor and um, last but not least, uh, jigging. Okay, jigging is another technique um, and another way to rig that's completely different than the other two. With jigging, you're pretty much using exclusively braided line on the reel. The reels are just small conventional reels or small spinning reels that you can pack with 20 to 30 pound braid. Okay, and the rods are typically very light you know lightweight but very parabolic and very powerful like very strong so you can you can lean into the rod and you know fight a 20 pound 30 pound fish and it'll hold up okay um, a lot of these jigging rods have carbon you know built in and weaved into the blanks which make them like super you know feather light but very 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 strong okay for lifting power so that that's going to be you know what you're going to want to look for in the jigging rod something in the six to seven foot range okay and as far as the reel go i typically use a conventional but i always have a spinning rod on the boat always I always have one or two light tackle spinning rods. They could be jigging rods. They could be just, you know, my inshore rods that I use for redfish or snook. 
and I could use those for schoolie dolphin too. I've got them loaded with 10 to 15 pound braided line, um, but making sure that you have those those solid connections, um, you know, the line to line connection is kind of crucial. Um, if you're throwing jigs, I wouldn't hesitate to run a a small swivel, believe it or not, like a little spro swivel, you know, 50 pound swivels, super tiny. And that's going to eliminate some of the line twist when you're jigging. Um, keep in mind when you're, when you're throwing one of these metal jigs, you know, a vertical jig, a slow pitch jig, whatever it is, that thing is dancing around all over the place as it's falling. Okay. So your line is twisting with it. So it wouldn't be a bad idea to run a little swivel, um, you know, maybe four to six feet right there where the leader meets the main line. Um, typically most guys, you know, run the main line directly to the, uh, the leader and tie it with a FG or, you know, or a PR knot, something like that. But, you know, in this case, if you're just going to use it as a pitch rod to, to run and gun, um, it wouldn't be a bad idea to run a swivel on it. Okay. So I hope you learned something today. Those are the techniques that, that, you know, we use most often here for dolphin. Um, hopefully you learned something. If you did make sure, you know, you follow us here on the podcast, um, like us on Facebook, you know, check us out on Instagram. We also have a YouTube channel for those of you that haven't hit it there. Um, trying to keep up with the content there as well. And more than anything, we appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in. God bless, and we'll see you soon.